Michael and I have been very busy this week. <laughs> <laughs> I just got here and I'm really tired and I'm like delirious and I've not thought about feminism in a while. Yeah, so we're, we're, just, we're just warning you this, this episode might be a bit bad. Informal. Because our, informal. Pod, because our podcast needed to get more informal. <laughs> I'm sure that's what will happen. Mm-hmm. Also, you might need to speak a bit louder. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because also, I I will speak much louder. Or like, I've got an actually louder voice. Yeah. Or like a lower voice. And so your voice like blends into the background more. And it's a real pain in the ass to edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll speak louder. Okay. Um, okay, so we thought we'd talk about... It's going to be some funky music here. Oh, nice. The intro music, you know? Yeah. Loyalty free? Yes, we're not paying for that. So what's today about? What, today, what, what are you going? Today, wow. Because I felt really like... <laughs> really posh. It's okay. So first down. It's gonna be, it's again, again, it's gonna be really noisy because we're in a cafe. Before we talk about uh, gender and the stereotypes and stuff that you'd find on social media and how that affects people's mental health. Yeah. So social media. So social media. Um, I, I use a lot of social media, mm-hmm. partly because of my life and partly because I now get paid to do social media. <laughs> Which means that I spend a lot of time on social media yeah. and a lot of time thinking about it yeah. because it's now part of my job to get more followers and more likes. It's become a really big part of people's lives. Like, yeah, I mean, whether it is to do with your job or just, you know, as a person in the modern day, yeah. use a lot of social media. Because I remember, like, probably P5, P6. I was starting to be like, oh, I really want Facebook. Yeah. And people were starting to get Facebook around that time. Yeah. Um, so that's what, 2010? Got Facebook last year. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, I just never really, I kind of had a bit of a, like a sort of sense of pride of the fact that I didn't have Facebook. But then... All these losers on Facebook. I needed it so that I could have an account on 8-Ball Pool. <laughs> so now I have Facebook. Because of 8 ball pool. Because of 8 ball pool. Do you I still want... play a lot of 8 ball pool? I don't, sadly. Oh. But, yeah. Busy schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I got Facebook around 2012. Wow. What age were you? I don't know. Must have been about 12. So maybe 2013, 2014. No, no. I probably got Facebook about 2014 okay. and Instagram maybe a similar time. So I've kind of grown up on social media, yeah. but I still remember there not being social media. Whereas I think, say you were, I don't know, born 2010, 2011. Yeah, you remember, you always remember yeah. social media. Whereas we remember a time before 
Instagram yeah, and Snapchat. Like, yeah, like I do remember when I got Instagram and I remember yeah being really excited about that um, because my one of my big cousins had it and I was like I'm so cool <laughs> yeah but um, I don't yeah I kind of remember life before that like I was P6 I think yeah <laughs> um, but yeah so it has a really big impact on people's lives because especially younger people because they've been around it for so long yeah and I really notice it now that it's my job mm-hmm. um, because I've learned a lot more about it and yeah. I've learned about the back end of it and how like sinister that is. Yeah. So um, if I wanted to run an advert for the company I work for, mm-hmm. then I can target the specific postcodes and the specific age range and the times of day that we want the advert to run. Oh it's that focused. That's so scary. So I could like I could run a Facebook advert that runs on your street and your street alone, pretty much, oh my or just your postcode. Yeah. And it could target like 18 to 21 year olds in your your area, right. or um, 40 to 50 men. Yeah. Or you know like all of these things mm-hmm. you can target. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of documentaries about this, so like, um, The Great Tack on Netflix, have you seen that? No. Oh, Jesus. So grim. (laughs) It's about um, the Cambridge Analytica thing. Oh, oh, I've heard about this. My dad talks to me about this a lot. It's so scary. It's really scary. And The Social Dilemma, that one's new on Netflix. Right. Have you seen that? No. Oh, Jesus. And that's also scary. Right just about how manipulative it is and how people don't know the ways in which they're being manipulated. Because yeah. also, like, you know you're being manipulated on social media. That's not really a secret anymore, but it's the ways in which they do it. So it's things like when you refresh Instagram and you pull down from the top of the screen, that motion has been thought about a lot because then you go back to the top and it's just like a circular motion. Uh-huh. And you know that every time you pull down from the bottom of the screen, you're going to get something new. Right. And the motion about the way you move your finger and the way it makes a circle makes it like the infinite loop that it is. Oh. So then you feel like you're trapped. Yeah. And also there's like, there's a lot of color... Cor- <laughs> there's a lot of correlations to um, like slot machines. Because oh. when, you, when your phone is sitting on the counter, yeah. you know that when you pick it up, you might have something there. But you oh, might not. I definitely feel that. But you might. And so it's like pulling the machine and it's really disappointing when there's something nothing there. Exactly. But it makes you pick up your phone and it makes you use social media. Yeah. And it makes you look at more ads. Yeah. On social media. With that in mind, ads are we're kinda that this bringing back to my little sheet here since you were talking about ads. Why are you so organized this week? I don't know. I just Is it because I left you away for like an hour and a half? No, I let you wrote this while we were talking. Okay. I just had the thoughts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of kind of ads and stuff on social media, but this is bringing back. This isn't. I mean, this is kind of feminism, um, but it's a bit more both to do with both genders. But you see a lot of stuff that's really targeted on Instagram um, to kind of help. That, don't say help because it's not helping, but um, that push people 
to achieve the perfect body and the perfect lifestyle. Yeah. And I think targeted ads really comes into that. Uh huh. And also, you know, you've got like I'm thinking of a lot of like the Love Islanders. Yeah. Who are now big in social media and Instagram really, and yeah. doing sponsored stuff. They definitely create this idea of like the perfect life. Yeah. And the perfect body and the perfect image. Definitely. You know what was really sad? So you probably won't care about this, but I think I do. So one of the people from Love Island, her name's Molly May. She uh, was one of the runners up last year. I know who that is. Okay, good. Um, so she was at the time a little bit skinnier than she is now, and she went on holiday. And because she put on weight, people really like. Well, I don't even know if she'd put on weight. It just wasn't the best picture of her, and people were so mean about it. And like. That's so unhealthy and such a horrible thing to do because if if she hasn't put on weight, you know, or you know, it doesn't even matter. That's her body and she's not unhealthy, you know. And people being so critical over everything about her is gonna make her more self conscious and push her to have really bad mental health. Which she probably has already because she's a celebrity on social media. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's just that's how I think about it. Yeah. I think like social media really enforces the kind of thing of like the perfect man and the perfect woman, like these like Definitely. It's like you have to aspire to this perfect lifestyle and this perfect body especially. Yeah. And anything short of that is seen as like a failure or is seen as yeah. settling. So even if someone goes, Oh no, I'm happy with how my body is, it's like, oh, good for you. But you'd rather have a six pack, right? It's a little bit, yeah, it's quite patronising. Yeah. Yeah. You're not good enough, but like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'll put this in, but um, because like a waiter and stuff, someone else that works at the restaurant um, had been serving these two older ladies and they were really nice and we were taking stuff. And then when they were paying up, um, my colleague came back to the tell and she was like, oh, those two ladies, and just said to me, oh, uh, you look like you've lost weight since um, you were working at the last place we saw you. And she was like, like, why would you say, say that? that? And what, like, if you have a waiter come up to you in a restaurant, why would you comment on their weight? Yeah. I think that it's better not to comment on people's bodies, even like, even if you're giving them a compliment. Yeah. They'll like. I think it's really hard to say. I can't. Uh, yeah. If you give someone a compliment that's specifically about their body, if they then put on a bit of weight or they they something happens, they're then going to feel self-conscious about the fact that they don't have that anymore and feel like they're letting people down, feel like they're disappointing people. Yeah. And, like, that maybe doesn't make sense, but it, it does happen. Also, even if it's not your body that's been commented on, then yeah. it still makes you compare yourself to, to other them. people. And it makes you think about... It, like, it enforces that... Level of quality, it's like yeah. judgment. I mean, it means if you can look good, it means that you can also look bad. Yeah. And it, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. No, I know what you mean. Like, um. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone listening knows what we mean. Uh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um. Try to say it again. Um. 
if there's something to compare your body to, then you feel worse about your own body. Yes. Yeah. That's it. So people shouldn't, and, and everyone has different bodies like that is built in, like from birth. Yeah. So you you're never gonna have the exact same body as someone else unless you're like twins. But like, and that that shouldn't be something you feel bad about. And you see all these things on um, Instagram that are like. (laughs) Sorry. You you know this. You know an up. Yeah. The dogs where it's like squirrel. That's what I feel like today. (laughs) Sorry. You're in the middle of an important point. Yeah, I was an important point. You see all these things on Instagram that are like get abs in five days. Yeah. Work off them hip dips and I don't know. Those are the ones I see. Or hip dips. Hip dips are like hip dips are like to do with <laughs> to do with the shape of your hips. So like if women like that, right? So some women go like this. It's like a bump, and it is literally just. Okay, explaining things with your hands really works well in a podcast. Oh, well, the, Draw it. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on Instagram. Just in case you don't know, yeah. I have that somewhere. We've got we've got this beautiful theme going, but we're gonna interrupt it for this drawing that Anna's about to draw. Um. Yeah. Wait. Wow. No, that's art. There she goes. There, there. Hip dips. And then this would be not hip dips. And are you meant to have hip dips or are you not meant to have hip dips? Neither. Like, they're just part of the body. Yeah, I know, but like, according to Instagram, are you meant to? According to Instagram, you're not supposed to have them. But that looks like muscle, it doesn't look like fat. Exactly. That is right. Right? It just, it like, it depends on the person. So yeah. when some people have muscle definition, they have hip dips. And when some people have muscle definition, they have just not hip dips. Do you want to say hip dips a couple more times? Hip dips. <laughs> <laughs> they are a good thing. They're also not like, like not having them is also good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be negative about people who don't have hip dips. I'm coming from a strong place. I have hip dips. <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a beautiful monologue now. Hip dips, good. Hip dips also not bad. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, you know, I don't really. if people have hip dips and they see things on Instagram saying get rid of hip dips, don't do them. I mean, you can if you want, right? But you should, you should be happy. Stop digging. <laughs> your hip dips. You're just digging a hole. <laughs> anyway, I think you should put this at the end and like trail it out. <laughs> Gets quieter and quieter. This is me talking about hip dips. Right. Okay. Anyway, so um, what do you see as a man? What kind of stuff do you see in their like fitness tips? I don't really follow those pages. Do you not see like ads or? No. Oh. But that will be because of the things that we look at on Instagram yeah. will be different, and also it'll know Instagram knows a lot about us individually, yeah, and it'll know, target things really, really weakness. specifically. You know that I have hip dips. <laughs> Exactly. Um, what, what, like, what do you think about the male body image that is portrayed on Instagram? Because I don't really notice it as much. Do you not? But I mean, I don't really follow many men on Instagram. Yeah, but do you think, like, there's this thing of 
Um, again, I keep coming back to Love Island. That's fine. I realise it's about that. It's very relevant. It is relevant. Um, but I think there's definitely this idea that guys are meant to be built and have mm. a six pack and be strong and tall. Really fit into the stereotype of like a man. Yeah. Which is so stupid. Because even, even like you're doing it there, like that's what a man looks yeah. like. Um, and there are a lot of people like me who are built like a pencil. <laughs> and I'm never going to look like that. So why do I feel shit about not looking like that? I know, it's so stupid. Because you shouldn't feel shit by not looking like that. That's what I'm trying to say with my hip dips. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, fucking hip dips. Let's <laughs> not talk about them <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and it, like that's definitely really harmful. And it's something that um, I think is... You get from a really young age. Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah, definitely. That's what that's what you look like when Bo you grow yeah, up. Yeah, body image, like, cause like even like kids TV, like all of that. There's a real kind of feel. I don't know from when you're really young. There's a there's a perfect body image, and you get that from like models, you know. Yeah. And um, did you see the thing this week? Was it Rihanna's? Like Fenty. Her, yes. Her show. Her show. Yeah. Yeah. They had a plus size male model. I did. And everyone I was basically everybody was basically going, "This is amazing. We've never seen anyone that We've looks like that." We've never seen a plus size male model, and I thought he looked great. Yeah. So as a side note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, I really like that. Yeah, that was really good. I thought it was really cool. Um, but the thing is, like, because it's not even just body image on its own with guys. It it's so tied in with toxic masculinity. Yeah. And definitely. Um, I know we're going to do an episode on that at some point, but just to go through, through it briefly, like, the body image that is portrayed in the media and in social media, and that you see from a really young age, it's like an aspirational thing, mm -hmm. and it's like, if, oh, you're, if, yeah. you're, if, you, if you are not aspiring to that, and if you, are not, if you don't have that, then you are a failure in some way, yeah. and with toxic masculinity and with masculinity in general, failure is not an option and failure is something that it like people look down on you yeah and it's like if you're if you fail at something you're emasculated and that yeah. you have lost a sense of your masculinity yeah yeah okay um because it's like your masculinity is something that can be taken away <laughs> and it's like a finite thing <laughs> and I don't think that's the same for women no it's kind of the opposite for women, yes. I think body image is sort of going the opposite direction because people want them to look weak and small and very slight and if you aren't like that then there's not, is there a way of saying that you're not feminine? Because you can say you're masculine, you just can't say you're feminated. But that's, that's, like a, that's not a thing for women yeah. really, but it's such a thing for men. Yeah. Also I think I want a coffee. Okay. I'm really tired. Me too. Do you want anything? Mm. You do. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm gonna pause this mic. He was saying how he thinks that, um, you know, the whole body positivity movement is has kind of double standards because when there's 
women who are feeling really confident about themselves is all, uh, usually a lot of people um, who support them, but when men do that, they get a lot of hate. Do you feel that? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a very tricky line to walk because I understand what he's saying. Yeah. But I think it's been so much more of an issue for women in such a bigger way for such a long amount of time. Yeah. That that is still the focus. But I do agree that I think yeah, I I think that he has a good point because um I do think it has been more of an issue for women. Mm-hmm. But by pushing men out of that as well, that's really unfair. Yeah. Because everyone should be able to feel positive about their own mm-hmm. body, which is what it's about. Yeah. Actually, that ties in to what I was about to say, yeah? which was a question for you, which was, do you think the stereotype of a good-looking guy is narrower than the stereotype of a good-looking girl? I think it is. Because I feel like if you're a girl and you're good-looking, that can be a whole range of things. Yeah, there's quite a lot... Yeah, there's quite a lot of different types. People have different types, you know. Yeah. So like, I think that it it, it can be more inclusive. But you're right. Quite <laughs> strong. <laughs> really strong. And I like strong coffee. Jesus. Fuck it out. What? We, wait. Say what you said again. Do you think the stereotype of a good-looking guy is narrower than the stereotype of a good-looking girl? I think it is. <laughs> I think there's quite a wide... I don't know, like, maybe it is through the body positivity movement, um, but, like... I think there's also an element of... If men complain about it or discuss it, then it's a bit of like, oh, men have got a good, shut up. Women have had the real issues, mm. and I get that. But also, yeah. it is an issue for men, and I think just because there are a lot of issues that affect women more so than men, it doesn't diminish the problems that men have. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's. I think this whole thing of toxic masculinity is killing people. Yeah. The male suicide numbers are insane. I think the problem that there is with discussing male problems is that there's a proper place for it and I think it's just not when women are talking about their problems and then and then it becomes really difficult to actually bring it up because that's such a smart thing to say thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) no I I told that makes so much sense because it only ever seems to come up when someone says something about feminism uh oh but men have problems too yeah and then that's that's not what you want that's not that's not the point the point when women are talking about their own problems is that there's a there's a problem with the fact that there aren't like it's not equal and then men not all men you know that whole thing that that's just bad (laughs) it just doesn't work and if you want to actually solve a problem you have to bring it up when people are willing to listen to it and women are not willing to listen to it then because why should they they're talking about their problems you don't want to talk about your problems at that point you know they're talking about them later but no one brings it up later do you think there's a lack of interest maybe among women (laughs) don't put that in (laughs) but so what are the issues facing male body image. They're being pushed into a very small mould 
that they have to be slim, they have to be built, they have to be tall, which genetically doesn't always happen. Yeah. And that's okay, you know? Yeah. How, so, you've nearly finished school. Yeah. I have finished school. Having been through primary school and secondary school, mainly secondary school, do you think there's a specific problem in school about the culture there and the culture of body shaming? Mm. Because, I, because I would say so many of the problems that people face are because of a really toxic culture in school. Yeah. I don't know because I've not really found that... Um, I don't know. I think people... Because when you're younger you're very self-conscious about everything everything can like lots of stuff can be quite harmful so when i don't know about what happens with boys but i know that and for example like girls changing rooms like people compare themselves to the other people that they're changing with and if you're the like yeah that i think that is where a lot of problems stem. For me, anyway. But you're saying it's about a lot of self-consciousness. Yeah, I think... What's the reason behind that self-consciousness? I don't know. Going deep here. It's probably just a mixture of puberty <laughs> and... But why is it such an issue? Because everybody's gone through the same thing. Yeah. So why is everyone so embarrassed about everything and so conscious of everything of not just wanting to like fit the mold. I don't know. Why do you think? I don't know. I thought I, I, I was hoping you'd have the answer. No, I don't have answers. Sorry, Michael. Maybe our our listeners will have the answers. Here's hoping. That's um, an open question. It's a very open question. What's the question? Uh, you're the one who said it. So <laughs> specific issues with body shaming in, in schools. School. I would say yes. Because I think that's where a lot of things start. That's where a lot of the yeah. thing of guys used to be aspiring to a six pack and mm-hmm. girls lose some weight. Yeah. Mm. Like, what's your experience of it? Like, body personally? Shaming. Yeah. I'm not being body shamed. I don't think. No, but like, in terms of, <laughs> in terms of like feeling, feeling the pressure. I mean, I do feel the pressure. I definitely feel the pressure. I like when people kind of started going to the gym and stuff in my year. Sorry, well, I mean, I felt self conscious before that, but like more self conscious, like maybe I should be doing that. And like, I, I guess as well, like with I do a lot of sports, like a, a lot of team sports, and netball you wear pretty tight dresses, so like you can see everything. So I guess you feel quite self, like I can feel self, quite mm-hmm. self-conscious during that, and like I don't know. I think doing rugby was like a really good thing for me because um, rugby isn't. I don't know. It's it's just so. I mean, it's considered a very masculine sport. Yeah. So there wasn't that sort of expectation to be very feminine and very like. He, your kit isn't a dress. Yeah. Um, and I love netball, like, so much. But, like, that's a bit weird to me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I think rugby really helps. 
yeah, I don't know. That's that's the only thing I can really think of. Yeah. Everything else has definitely just been from media, like not just social media, like all kinds of media. Um, like I mean, like watching TV, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of comments about being skinny. Do you? Yeah. And it's never in a malicious way. It's never anyone trying to be mean. Yeah. But it does make me think like, oh, I'm really skinny and I should be less skinny. Yeah. Like, just try and put some weight. Just try and like... Um, and it's dumb because like, I'm one of these people who's saying like, oh, it's so stupid, these stereotypes of having to fit this perfect no, mold. But, but I still feel the pressure of, I feel like I should. I definitely, no, I don't think you, that's, that's not silly. That's just how stuff works. Like, everyone who is, everyone feels that kind of pressure. And, uh-huh. and you, as, because you're actively trying to fight that, that doesn't mean that you're not going to feel the pressure. But also, it's, it's easy to kind of look at everyone on TV and in films and on social media and stuff, and no one who's like considered good-looking looks like me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's um, a really strange thing in terms of like your value. Yeah. Um, self-worth. Your self-worth, yeah. Um, so I think it is similar for everyone and I think it is a really big issue with men that it doesn't get discussed that much it really doesn't get discussed enough um, it, we do talk about it a lot like I think women, women talk about it a lot the body positivity stuff is really I don't know it's very popular right now like on TikTok and stuff like that I've seen like a ton of stuff and, and, I, and I think it's great and I would like to see more men being able to take part in that I think it's very easy to feel shit about the way you look. Definitely. Which is so dumb. Because you can't change the way you look. Yeah. But then if they didn't, people didn't market it, then places like plastic surgery people in Holland and Barrett would go out of business. Also, like... So much of what we see is fake. Like yeah. social media. It's totally fake. It's totally fake. There's so much editing. And all these reality shows, there's teams of people working on these people with fucking Formula One cars, just swapping out parts when one gets old. Yeah. Oh, face starting to get wrinkly? Here's a new face. Yeah. Like airbrushing. Yeah. And it's so stupid. And you've got movements for women like like you know the like I weigh and all of this stuff about body yeah. positivity and accepting the body that you've got and celebrating all of that, there isn't the same kind of thing for men. No. And... The only thing I would say is that's kind of better for men is that I think men are really, like, appreciated when, like, still as they get older. Yeah. And women don't get that. Yeah. And also... After a certain point... So much of women's value is placed on how they look. Yeah. And it's not to the same degree for men. Yeah. And so I appreciate that, that it's it's not the same. Yeah. It's two separate conversations. Definitely. Um, you know, I, Meryl Streep talks about it kind of a little bit. And she was saying, I mean, she didn't really say as much, but she was talking about how she kind of, at a certain age, she started just getting cast 
in witch like roles as witches. Yeah. Like that is so unfair. Why can a woman not have really you know, like Daniel Craig is still playing James Bond, I mean, not anymore, but like his new film is coming out. He's old and people still think he's really cool. I like Meryl Streep. Yeah, but like not in the same way. You know, like people don't look at Meryl Streep. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, like people like Daniel Craig and Leonardo DiCaprio and who else? George Clooney. People still look at them as really attractive and like sexual, you know. That feels really weird, but, but I know like, what you mean. People look at like older women, you know, and and it, they don't get the same hype. <laughs> yeah, it's like women have much more of a sell-by date. Yeah, and I also think there's much more of a thing of like. Um, there's this thing of like guys want to be with a younger woman yeah and, how weird is that and, yeah and it's just like e. <laughs> yeah. it's just like e. yes <laughs> yes it's creepy it but then creepy. some women want to be with older men yeah but that's me I do love Daniel Craig <laughs> is that just the point of this episode that's the point of this episode <laughs> <laughs> dips from Daniel Craig <laughs> That's what it's called. That's what this episode is called. Yes, okay. I'm okay with that. I have more to say about men feeling like shit because of the way they look. Mm. There's a lot to say. I'm reading a book at the moment called Man Up. Yes. And it's really good to the toxic masculinity. And I've just got to the chapter which... <laughs> I've just got to a chapter about... Um, like masculinity and um, being gay. Yeah. And so, so, like, so much of the insults in primary school and secondary school are like. That's gay. Yeah. Oh, it's heavy oh, gay. That, I really hate that so much. Like, and it's people alter their behaviour and the things they wear and the things they do out of fear of being, of thought, being thought of as gay. Yeah. That's a and, real issue. Um, the other thing it said was if you've got a straight guy around like gay men then there's a chance that they'll be subtly homophobic even if they're not a homophobic person yeah. but they don't want to be considered gay. as gay so stupid it means nothing yeah the only, the only it means yeah <laughs> so stupid i think that's definitely definitely a big part of it it's like people want to look a certain way because they want to look like peak straight man yeah. and they don't want to wear certain things or do certain things or act in certain so ways for people like for for gay men as well exactly because do they then subject themselves to being made fun of or do they conform to something that they're not mm -hmm. because yeah yeah that sounds like I'm saying all oh, gay men are not masculine that's not exactly. what I mean that's, that's another point as well. Yeah. It's that this idea of masculinity is so narrow and so specific that... What does masculinity mean? Does it mean, does this mean man? Should we look it up? Yeah. Definition of masculinity. Okay. Qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of men. So it's just being a man. Yeah. And it should be such a 
broad and yeah. hold all statement, but it's so loaded with other stuff. Yeah, you know, I was reading an article in Scientific American for biology, okay. and it was um, it was about how there isn't a male or a female brain. But most people have mixtures of... So there's, there's certain features that you would expect to see in a female brain or in a male brain. And you can maybe, if you saw a brain, pick out if it was male or female, but you can never predict what characteristics a person's brain would have because of their gender. Because they will have ones from both sides. I suppose that's the idea of, like, everybody starts as a blank slate and every problem with masculinity and um, like femininity yeah femininity everyone starts as a blank slate and then society projects a whole bunch of stuff onto them and it's like we as humans create so many of our own problems with that kind of thing yeah we'll see if anyone replies to our Instagram sticker I think the way the media treats young actresses, especially Millie Bobby Brown, is disgusting. She's a child. Oh, that's a good point. I don't like Millie Bobby Brown. That is unfair. You've not met her. She annoys me though. That's fair. But, Thank you. you know, I think as, as a blank slate who does not consider Millie Bobby Brown's personality, because um, we don't know her, okay. and she might listen. You want her to like us, because then she'd tell her followers to listen. Oh yeah, I'm sure Millie Bobby Brown's going to be listening to the podcast. I'll message her on Instagram and be like, listen to our podcast, so you can't put that in, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never really want to put it in. <laughs> anyway, okay. Oh no! So, so, I think the way the media discusses this is kind of fitting into that younger woman thing. She's really young and she's really over-sexualised and that happens to lots of young women. That being said, I think she brings a lot of that on herself. That is not fair because she is only made to do that because that is what she thinks she has to do. As a woman, I know how that feels. I know, but also like, if you look at her Instagram, she really does try to appear much older than she actually is. Because that's what people want her to do. Is it? She's younger than me. Yeah. So she feels that totally... Like, I would say that I definitely have felt a pressure from, like, before I... Like, like from a younger age that I need to be womanly and, like, like appear sexy. And, like, we talked about that last, last time and how that has a really negative impact because yeah. you're valued on how you appeal to men. I get that. So I think that's why that she acts like that. And her like co-stars from um, from Stranger Things, they're all male, and none of them get kind of sexualized yeah. in the same way. That's a fair point. Thank you. I'm gonna edit that so I don't look less of a bastard. <laughs> She just really pisses me off. Yeah, she pisses a lot of people. She used to really piss me off as well. But then I watched Enola Holmes and I quite liked her in it. <laughs> she is annoying though, right? It's because she's English. Yeah. Which is really bad. But she's like posh English. Yeah. Rich English. And she's just like really up herself. Yeah. Yeah. 
I get you. And also, like, she's definitely, like, um, she, like, arrives at premieres and stuff without the rest of the Stranger Things kids because she wants to be, like, independent and on her own. And I've done, I, I do think she actually tries to act a lot older than she is. Yeah, I And I don't does. think she needs to do that. No. So I, that's why I say she brings some of it on herself. But I do get that younger women are often overly sexualised, especially as kids. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other people. Did I redeem myself? You did. Okay. I kind of think of other younger celebrities. Jennifer Anderson's 51. She's still considered hot. That's true. That's very true. She I don't have anything to follow it up. Just would, would you say that she looks 51 though? Nah. Exactly. She looks younger. And she will have a team of people working on her, making her look younger. Exactly. Which I'm sure male stars, celebrities get as well, but it's probably not to quite the same extent. Yeah. I mean, George Clooney's always looked older than he actually is. How old is he? No clue. But they make a joke about it, and then... George Clooney is 59 years old. Let's do a quick recap. Okay, quick recap. So, there are a lot of issues surrounding body image affecting men and women. Mm-hmm. And this is stimulated by social media, targeted ads, and film and TV in general. Yeah, and uh, this starts at a really young age, especially now that uh, social media is very available to younger people. Yep. There's a bit of a double standard when it comes to men not being as encouraged to embrace their bodies as women are um, in the whole body positivity movement, but this is probably just because there is a difference between how men and women's bodies are valued by society. Which is a representation of how men and women themselves are valued in society. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much everything we talked about. Stereotype podcast. For more on all of the stuff we talked about, you can go to the Stereotype. No, what is it? This has been the Stereotype podcast. For more on everything we discussed and links and stuff, you can go to stereotypepod.com. Yes, and um, follow our Instagram, which is at stereotypepod. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you.